Blog Talk Radio. Not my country. My country is me and my family. Countries also. Huerta. And the governor. The landlords. Gunther Ruiz and his locusts. This little revolution we're having here. A revolution? A revolution. Please don't try to tell me about revolution. I know all about the revolutions and how they start. The people that read the books, they go to the people that don't read the books. They put people and say, ho, oh, oh, ho, the time has come to have a change. Huh? Shit, shush. I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the revolutions. The people who read the books. Or the people who can't read the books. The poor people and say, we have to have a change. So the poor people make the change, huh? And then the people who read the books, they all sit around the big polished tables and they talk and talk and talk and eat and eat and eat. Huh? But what has happened to the poor people? They're dead! That's your revolution. So please, don't tell me about revolutions. before the Congressional Committee to tell what I knew of activities which might lead to an attempt to set up a fascist dictatorship. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. President Bush signed a formal agreement that will end the United States as we know it. And he took the step without approval from either the U.S. Congress or the people of the United States. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. It's known as the Bilderberg Group. Could their objective be world domination? I'm Jim Tucker. I've chased Bilderberg for 30 years. I'll never... Give up the chase. Bilderberg's plan for the whole world is nothing less than world government. I'm not comfortable with that at all. Who elected these guys to run the planet? They are the elitists. They feel they should run the world for their own selfish interests. Now we can see a new world coming into view. A world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. Bilderberg is making great progress toward a world government, and only an educated, informed public can stop them in their tracks. David Rockefeller admits in his own memoirs that he wants to destroy the United States. He's a traitor! It's good to be back at the Council on Foreign Relations. As uh, Pete mentioned, I've been a member for a long time and was actually a director for some period of time. I never mentioned that when I was campaigning for re-election back home in Wyoming. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories.
to move off the property. Some shots were fired. There's Bilderbergers right there. The Trans-Texas Corridor is a vital part because we stop it here in Texas. We stop the New World Order right here in Texas. This thing started here. And to save this country, we kill this damn thing here. his father used, and that is a new world order. Your new world order will fall. Humanity will defeat you. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today is restoring our republic. The republic is here with us. They do it every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in Greensboro. We have other people from the republic all around the country, always Jim from Colorado, Governor Henning, Mr. Miner, a few others that are always here every Tuesday to, to bring the message of the republic, to let you know your lawful government's here re-inhabited here, but we need the people. We need the people to participate. We see what's going on, look what's happened now with Poland, I guess. I don't know if we got some inside information on that. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. I don't know. It's up to the Republic. It's going to be their platform for usually the first hour, and uh, it's up to them, and then probably will interact, take calls. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you guys. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Thank you, Joseph. Good evening, America. Welcome to Restoring Your Republic. If your hair is not standing on end right now, you better check your pulse, folks, because things are getting pretty warm. You know, that was a great lead-in, Joe, and I heard a couple of positive statements out of all that negativity. And one was hopeful, and it said that only an educated and well-informed public could defeat this monster. And so that's why we're all here. And... uh yeah, things are going hot over and with uh, NATO and, and Russia and Ukraine. And President Trump's getting ready to give a big speech tonight. He says it's going to be one of the biggest moments in our country's history. So there's a lot of speculation about what that means. But at the end of the day, we're all still here. We're all still alive. We all still need to know how to go forward. And so as soon as our guest tonight uh, Kelby Smith arrives, we'll be talking about citizenship and what that picture looks like, and not through the colored lenses of the de facto and the corporate government, but what it means here in law, in common law, and in our republic. So, Justice Waters, greetings. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good. How about you, sir? 
Good. So we were talking before the show. Uh, you said you had uh, some updated news about what's going on over in Poland and uh, NATO. Uh, would you like to share that with us, sir? Yes, sir. Um, the last info I got was that um, Prime Minister of Poland has ended the meeting. It's not clear yet what the outcome of that meeting was. The meeting was with the Polish parliament, along with a couple of other NATO leaders. Uh, They were doing Article 4 of the NATO platform, which is where if a NATO nation is attacked in any way, shape, or form, the leaders will come together with NATO in Europe and discuss what course of action they will take next. Um, Earlier in their morning hours, which would have been around midnight last night, hours, our time, uh, Russia was sending in 106 missiles into Poland. Two of them, whether it was done on purpose or not, this is what they are trying to figure out, landed in Poland, destroying a building and killing two people. Now, NATO, in their their writings, in their laws, if any nation attacks a NATO nation, and by any nation they primarily meant the Soviet Union or Russia uh, at the time that was written, uh, would actually mean war between NATO and Russia. Russia sending these missiles going into a NATO nation. This is what everybody was afraid of would eventually happen. And if you know anything about history, then you'll know that the the Tonkin Gulf event that took place with Johnson to get us into uh, uh, Vietnam was actually an act done by the United States government where one naval ship fired around over another one and then blended on the North Vietnamese. And thus we had, what, nine years of of uh, Vietnam. There were other instances, I forget the title of it, the CIA was going to build a plane uh, that was done by remote control and in Miami have about 250 college kids on the way down to one of the Caribbean islands, uh, have watched that plane take off, have an identical plane in the air, remote controlled, and have it shot down and then blame the Cubans on it. And this was done in 1962. The only reason it didn't happen is because Bobby Kennedy did not sign off on it. Otherwise, that would have been another thing. This is what your U.S. government does to get into conflicts to start wars they need wars to generate money this is why they have the military conflict i mean uh, excuse me the the military uh, complex now over in ukraine right now we have sent billions of dollars over there and now today we find out this guy i can't pronounce his name he had the crypto uh, currency it just went down and under, got buried, 
and now we find out that he sent billions of dollars into the Democratic Party right before the elections. This is why we saw no red wave, because they bought the Senate through that. Well, now it's come out that Bill Clinton and a bunch of other people have had endeavors with this company that went under today. So now we got a new investigation about to start. This is all dealing with warfare now, folks. You need to understand that with war. This is what the U.S. government thrives on. Without war, it cannot survive. So as the days go now, tomorrow and the next day, we may see an escalation of some sort over in the Ukrainian area, except this time it may be coming from a NATO country. And if that happens, I can guarantee you Putin is in the position to where he has no alternative but to strike back with tactical nukes somewhere. And if that happens, well, I think you get the picture. Governor, back to you. Thank you, Justice Waters. Um, has uh, Kelby uh, joined us yet this evening? I don't see any number that would look like Kelby's. Okay. We find it interesting that, uh, again, the late states, the ones that held up the count, all went to the Democrats. And uh, I think that's interesting that those results are pretty well been made official. And uh, the timing tonight of uh, President Trump's, everybody hopes that uh, President Trump is going to, or expects to hear him announce a new, uh, is going to run again to be the president of the corporation. Um, and there's a lot of hope on the Patriot community that he's going to finally uh, tell us this was all a movie and that uh, we can get some popcorn and sit back and relax. We're going to clean up the aisles. So with that in mind, I urge everybody to be prepared for the worst and uh, pray for the best. Um, our country, our world today is, is in a mess. And uh, as was said earlier, when an educated and well-informed public is a solution to what we've got going here. Governor Henney, would you like to tell us how uh, people can get involved in, uh, in our republic and to uh, step forward to free themselves from uh, the chains that bind us? That would be my pleasure. Thank you, Governor Carpenter, Justice Waters also. And Joe, thank you for allowing us to come on this platform to share with the American people. Well, it's time to pray, America, that... Um, that God will intervene and stop this uh, Luciferian war that they're trying to start to help fund their their uh, corporation, not only here in America, but across the world. Uh, America, go to uh, republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org. There you can, uh, many tabs. One is about the republic, explain to that. There's another one, get involved in the republic. Um, there's, you can join, join there, join our email list. We can... Keep in touch that way. You can donate to the Republic, uh, volunteer your skills. Uh, there's press releases. You can go there, and there's public notices. Uh, then there's a Republic News Network. Um, many old recordings or archived recordings of the Republic 
um, broadcast recordings and also the Republic News Network. Uh, there's a movie there. It's called The Midnight Ride that's interesting to watch. Uh, then there's another tab. It's Divine Providence. Every Monday night there's a prayer call. Uh, come, and, come and join us, and you can come on live with uh, Chaplain Wade Butler and many other uh, great patriots there. Then there's interim records, of course. Then there's the Declaration of Sovereign Intent, Proclamation of Claim of Interest. Uh, again, that's a republic for UnitedStatesAmerica.org. Uh, always remember that our founding fathers used the Bible as a law form here in America, and it's a, a biblical law form. Uh, they've used that to help write the Constitution of the, of the United States and also the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. Uh, Dave and Jean Hurtler have, have donated their time to uh, write at least two books. Uh, volume one is The Truthful History of America, and Volume two of the Reinhabited. Um, volume two is you can order those books at Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com, or Reinhabited republic.com uh, donate to the republic by ordering those books and educate yourself and you, uh, educate your children these books I believe should be in every school here in America um, it's so important and there's another book that was written by Gene Hurtler it's um, a political prisoner it's James Timothy Turner and a political prisoner and it's an appeal to courts of heaven that book can also be ordered at amazon.com and Barnes and Noble and also reinhabitedrepublic.com but educate yourself. It's you know it's time we're seeing um, with this uh, World Economic Forum and the, a lot of them call the cabal. You know they're the evil forces in this world, and it's uh, evil versus the light or the good here in America and across the world. And it's we're, it's all coming to a head right now. And I, I believe we're all going to be living through a a time of enlightenment. And um, you know we just pray for God's grace here in America. Hey, Mr. Henning. Thank uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. Henning. Uh, real quick, I want people to know that, also I forgot to say in the beginning there, phone number 657-383-0616. Press 1 when you get connected, and then a little hand will go up on the board. Uh, i got many callers here. To, uh, you got to press 1 to make yourself known to the host that you want to speak here tonight. So um, uh, before we go to the board, though, uh, Jim, uh, Roger, I know you, you said you gave some uh, military uh, analysis or intel that you got from the inside. That uh, I mean, uh, this is what we all – the chilling words that you said was something that we've all talked about in private. Is This is what we've all feared could happen or would happen eventually down the road. Um, is this something that we knew was going to happen eventually? I mean, it's quite clear that Ukraine is not going to give up or surrender or they're not going to be defeated by the Russian army. Um, and so Putin has become frustrated and uh, has now done what we know, knew he was going to eventually do. Um, and that's dragged NATO into this new this this new world order by creating a World War Three uh, platform here in in the center of Europe and center of the globe, and all eyes are there. And so, could this be it? I mean, this and that, and will this be now the formation of the new world order, the economic reset, and everything just going to? you know, shift over to what we've been talking about for so many years now, finally happened right before our very eyes. Roger. Well, so in, my, in my opinion, and what I've been told over the years, and 
been accurate. Um, in reality, uh, as Donald Trump has always told us, this is a show. Get your popcorn and sit back. Um, the good guys are in control. And what we're seeing playing out is real. Uh, our perception of those events are skewed because of the information we're given. Um, and, yes, we're going we're going there. This is it. Um, but I think that... Um, I think that this is a time where um, the American people in the world are going to have to own their future. As I've said many times, this is our hill. And this is a fight worldwide for humanity to maintain our freedom as free men and women on the land. And if we don't uh, band together, um, then that's the, the, our worst fears are going to come to, to pass. But we are and we still have that opportunity to be that well-educated uh, and informed public so that we can change the course of what these uh, these people have in store for us. I'm hopeful. Hey, Joe. Yes. Here's the problem. The good guys have a playbook, and they they want to play by the rules of that playbook. And that's all fine and dandy. The problem is you have an enemy. And he ain't playing by the same rules. He doesn't have that same playbook. And this is what's happened today. You know, every day that goes by, the the chances, the probability goes up that something is going to happen that you really don't want to happen. Now, if you look at a map of that part of Europe, the nations are all conglomerated close together. So if you're just sending missiles in, uh, chances are good that one of them, if you're trying to strike a target close to a border, chances are good that you may have one that goes astray. Well, where it lands is a peaceful country. They may not look at it as an accident. Next thing you know, you got a major conflict on your hands. We know this is coming because it's prophesied in the Bible for one. We know it's Russia that's doing it. That's Gog and Magog. And we know that the timing is right. So here we are, and we're facing it. And let's just hope and pray that it's not in the next couple days that it escalates so quickly. I would advise everybody to go find a movie. It's called The Day After. It aired on ABC TV in the year 1983. The elite of Hollywood did not want this thing aired. ABC aired it anyway. It took place in Lawrence, Kansas, and it was about a nuclear exchange between the Soviet Union at that time and the United States. It it really depicted how quickly things can escalate. That's what I want everybody to understand. Just because one incident took place today doesn't mean another one is going to take place in the next hour. We don't know now. It's it's fair game for anything and everything to take place within the next 24 uh, hours. And I can promise you this. We were at DEFCOM 3. I don't know where if we're still at DEFCOM 3 or not. But if we happen to move to DEFCON 2, 
all leave is canceled, all liberty is canceled, troops around the world from the U.S. are maneuvering to go to their respected targets, the aircraft that drop bombs, if you know what I mean, are in the air 24 hours a day. They don't land. They can refuel as they fly. And our missile defense with the subs and so forth is on high alert. And all they're waiting on is the order from the military joint chiefs to launch. That's all it takes. The president has to okay it, break his little card. The next thing you know, we're in World War III. So let's hope it don't go there. But if it does, keep in mind, we have been telling – I'm not talking to your audience directly, Joe. They're well-informed. I understand that. It's the ones that may hear this tomorrow for the first time that they need to understand. This is a really serious situation that we're in. Don't discount it. By by all means, don't discount it. Stay alert. When you see an aircraft fly over, just look up, see what kind it is. Make sure it's one of ours. Understand, China is to the north in Canada and to the south in Mexico, and they're on the borders. Now, you, you know that Xi had a meeting with Biden. And, you know, I want you to know that when they had that meeting, she was standing in the center of the stage, and Biden had to walk to him. They didn't meet in the center. She was already there. This is a diplomatic situation at the G20, and China made the U.S. walk to them. You need to, need to understand what's going on here. China is telling the world we are number one, nobody can touch us, and you, the great United States, you are under our thumbs. That is what that walk to the center of the stage meant. And what did Biden do? Before he got there, two steps away, he stuck out his hand to shake hands as a bow. This is a diplomatic move. And it's to show us that China is in charge. This is what we have to look for. When you see these kind of things take place, take note to it. Because you're seeing the downfall of the U.S. corporation before your very eyes. It's going to go away one way or the other. But it's going to go away. And it may happen sooner than we, we think. They're not in a good place right now. This is why this republic is here. We are next in line, so to speak, and we have all the documentation done, prepared, and all we need is you, the people, to want to be a part of this. Because when, when an event takes place as what we hope doesn't, there's not going to be very many people left in this country to govern. I want you to know that. Let's speak truth here. If a nuclear exchange happens, 250 million people are going to die in this country. Understand that. Most people live in the cities or close to the cities 
or on the coastline. And if a nuclear exchange happened and a nuclear war, the coastlines of east and west and the Gulf are gone. That means all the major cities are gone. That means the populations are gone. That means that the inner cities, Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth, Denver, they're gone too because of what is in them and around them. Russia knows. China knows. Now, here's the other problem. Russia wants to bomb the hell out of us. Bottom line. China wants the land. They want the land for food. They don't want to bomb the inner part of the country. So there's that slight conflict between China and Russia when it comes to that. In their agreements last year, they agreed that Russia would take Alaska and Hawaii and China would take the mainland. That was their agreement. This is under the BRICS, the BRICS organization. Now, with everything taking place right now today, you can see that the escalation is, is, is mounting, and it's mounting quickly like Mount St. Helens did just before it exploded. The ground is rising, and it's about to blow. So keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. Don't believe everything you see on TV. Don't, because they're going to lie to you like they always do. Governor, yeah. I yield back to you. Yeah, we got, uh, let's see here, callers, everybody, press the number 1-657-383-0616. Press 1, and this is your chance to interact with the Republic. Uh, area code 305, you're live. Hey, guys, how you doing? It's Mike. Just uh, decided to pop on in. I guess if uh, if anything, I'll just tell you guys I'm about to download a video um, that I came across. It's pretty short. It's a woman who's clearly a, a Christian and a patriot who's in the Army um, who decided to say she was going to break protocol and tell everybody on social media what she knows. It had to do with out in California. I don't know if anybody else has seen the video or not yet because it it's probably a week or so old now. But um, it's, um, she was pretty much saying that the, they're having meetings now with, with the military and with uh, highway patrol, sheriff's offices, on how they're going to start putting up roadblocks um, in various areas and, and giving the um, swine flu shot. And the people that get it are going to get a bracelet that goes on their wrist that's a permanent bracelet that lets them know that you've received the shot. And, and if anybody refuses to take it, they're going to take them into custody and bring them into the camps. That's what she said, and she's Army, and she made a – I'm going to send the video out so you guys will see the video. I, yeah, I'd like to I, see that. I, I could tell, yeah, I could tell she was very sincere, and um, you know, it, it's uh, it was it was pretty much a good. Look Why at swine flu time. though? Why swine flu? What's going on with that? Am I in the dark on that or something? Swine flu? I, I don't know. I don't know any of the details other than I, I believe that's what she mentioned, and, and maybe she mentioned something slash swine flu or swine flu slash something, but swine flu was in it. And I think that's because, you know, the, the, we know they're using medical tyranny concepts 
They're just using concepts of viruses any way, shape, or form they can um, just as an excuse and a cover story to be able to pump out their vaccines, which, again, is nothing more than to be able to tag, track, monitor people, even send out frequencies yeah. we know. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, so, so yeah, it's, it was an interesting video. Um, I'll, I'm going to download it tonight and upload it to all my other platforms and send it out just so everybody's aware of it. Um, I was on the phone with uh, Josh in Wisconsin, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, that's a week ago, and we didn't hear anything about it. He said, well, that, that's the point, Josh. We all know people lose sight of this. The enemy, it works in a drip-by-drip drip process, right? It's not like all of a sudden the whole nation's going to know they're putting up roadblocks. They're going to do it in certain <laughs> specific select areas, just like we were talking about a week ago or, or so, how, okay, this Walmart all of a sudden doesn't take cash, but all the others do. You know, and then all of a sudden it's going to be that CVS doesn't take. And then all of a sudden this gas station doesn't take cash. They're going to put up roadblocks, you know, sporadically throughout the country here and there and start implementing that program. It's, it's going to be a drip-by-drip drip program. That's the only way they're going to get away with it is do it, attack the people, you know, little by little. That's what they're – so apparently that's what they're in the process of, of doing. They're going to have states, probably like mine, Florida, that's going to look hunky-dory free, right, uh, the free state. Um, the, mil- the militia state, you know, the, the republic state, um, Tennessee, Texas, they'll leave them alone for a while while they, while they chop at some of the uh, weaker states, the smaller states. But, you know, I've said all along um, that, you know, that I was the greatest Trump supporter there ever was until he started pushing the vaccine and until I found out that he was filling his cabinet with Zionist Jews and that he put three Jesuits on the Supreme Court and that he didn't stand up with the authority he had to put a halt to a faulty rigged election. But beyond that, even if you want to call it theoretical, at least it falls in line because I've always said there's no question in my mind that Trump – um, is good cop, bad cop with Biden. There are two wings on the, on the same dirty bird. And he was commissioned. No president has ever in my lifetime, all presidents do, you know, uh, rallies to get elected. But no president has ever done rallies through their entire administration every month. He was commissioned to get out there and raise the patriots and the Christians, to raise those center-to-right people so they could be sized up and seen for their strengths and their numbers and their weaknesses and subsequently labeled as well, Mike, well, Mike, hang on, no, but that's, that's, uh, that's, that's all well and fine, and, and, but that's you know, your opinion on that. Some people believe, wholeheartedly disagree with you, and, they, and, uh, and I see their points also where, you know, look, Trump, is, he was sanctioned. He was, he was there to restore our republic. He said it. I'm here to give my turn over the republic to the people. That's what he said right. in his inauguration, his, his first words to the people. Whatever happened and transpired during his administration as, as a de facto president, which he was, he was a de facto president for the corporation, but he did more than any other president in my lifetime, in many, anybody I've ever met's lifetime, than any other president has done to try to give of back course, the republic to the people. To. He had to. That was the only way he was going to get, gather and rally all American patriots and Christians who are the enemy of the New World Order, One World Government agenda. He had to do that. He had to have a, the most pro-American platform ever to do what he was going to do, obviously. And, and besides oh, yeah. that, um, it's my understanding that, that James Geiger, and, uh, the president of the republic, endeavored to have a conversation with Trump or even offered him the opportunity to be the president of the republic, and he, he, re, he rejected that, refused that. Uh, I don't. I'm not. Too, I'm not privy at that. I don't know what transpired there. Uh, that's news to me. I. I don't know. Maybe Jim can. Exp- 
expound upon that maybe or, or water mr waters or mr henning or i don't know i don't know too much about that but i heard jim also mention something real quick though Did you say mr kelby smith might join us tonight jim i i didn't hear that well he was he was committed to uh be here to to uh, talk about uh state citizenship and uh so we've been okay. waiting for him to to join us um all right you know mike the it's Wisdom comes from many minds, and what you share is truth. Um, and life is like a diamond. You know, we're all looking at the same diamond, but what it looks like depends upon which what your perspective is on that what path that you're looking at. And so, you know, then you throw the written word in and what God's plan is and all of this, and it gets... Well, for some people, with their perspective, it gets pretty clear. And uh, I agree with a lot with what you're saying. Um, you need to look at the MO. You need to look at what Trump has always uh, encouraged people uh, to be aware of, and that is, is that the art of uh, art of war, um, using your opponent's momentum against them to their demise, Um I can assure you a couple of things, that a lot of our debate, a lot of our questions are soon to be answered. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the president has to say tonight, and that's going to give us a clear indication of, of what direction the White Hats have decided to take this. Um, but by all indications, myself and many others are very hopeful about what uh, about to be revealed tonight. Um, all the pieces of the puzzle are there, uh, including the collapse of the cryptos. Um, there's a lot of pieces in this puzzle because it affects the whole world. And this is not only our battle, but humanity's battle. Um, because if, if we lose, then humanity definitely is done. And they're all cyborgs, yet those that remain. And... Uh, that's the way real, it is. real quick, Jim. Real quick, isn't. can I interrupt you there, Jim, about the elections? Because you brought that up. The elections. I, I forgot to ask that yeah. before I forget my train of thought. Did, did we saw pretty much last week the same thing happened as 2020. Really, the day it was split down the middle, and then it was you know basically nothing changed. <laughs> it was with the country. Yeah, uh, well, what it wanted, you know, if you're if you're uh, an investigator. Uh, you look for methods of operation. You look for uh, commonalities in the way a person uh, does things. And that's called MO, method of operation. And uh, so you look at the MO and you watch, you know, and judge things according to their, and look for their MO. And that's very revealing as to um, the facts. So, um that MO is fully in uh, in existence right now. It goes right along with what we were told 10 years ago in the 10-year plan, Joe, that humanity was not ready to accept the changes that needed to be made and that they had to be softened up and willing to take, you know, responsibility for their future. And the only way to do that was to scare the crap out of them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And what Mike talked about earlier there, the uh, actually this was released four hours ago. I just uh, uh, the UN plan 
Uh, it's basically a UN plan. Um, it's, it's, even the, uh, the once respected medical journal, Lancet, uh, is now the mouth, mouthpiece for the vaccine pushers and communists. Uh, they're saying that they're they're openly calling for UN-run mandatory vaccination programs, and that's sure. going to begin. And and that's and he's right. They're going to they have that plans put together. I got one clip of an article here. This is something that that uh, I can't get the whole thing because this guy sent it to me. He can't send the whole thing because they would be flagged in an email and we'd probably be snatched up tomorrow morning. But uh, a little piece of it here where, uh, yeah, what he's talking about is they are they're not all sheriff's departments, but a few select sheriff's departments and police departments around the country are being notified to set these checkpoints up. And uh, they're going to run a test to, to do mandatory pickups of people that aren't vaccinated. So uh, well, that's let me, very Let me comment about that. Every, every good con has an element of truth to it. So this is where, you know, we come together and we compare information in an information uh, gathering session rather than a, a determination. So just to add to the confusion... I have direct contacts to high up command in the reserves. Um, when General Vallee told us on this radio show several years ago that Red October was being launched and that the reserves are going to be called up, um, I talked to my friend, and four days later he was issued the uh, active orders. Um, and he was issued a radio and a vest and a sidearm, and um, they've been training with, as uh, Mike said, not with the local police. Now, if we're going to really go for the fear mongering and follow the facts, now I got to throw a what if question in there. Why haven't they been training with local police departments? Why has it been marshals and reserves and and uh, national guard well, and, and other that, places James, like that? So, well, this let me answer that real quick. You, you let me. No, you just posed the question. On, Mike. I just yeah, to you can, Mike. Let me finish. So, let me finish his point. Then you can, Mike. Yeah. Go ahead, Governor. So. I'm very confident, I won't share circumstances for security reasons, that as soon as something goes hot, and they've been preparing for martial law and for all of this for two years, and this isn't the first time this information's come out. It's interesting, though, that we get censored as the republic, and yet... A person spreading that kind of information, that YouTube video is still up. Um, hmm. Another question mark. Uh, so if anything like what you're saying is going to happen, I'll be quick to know about it, believe me. Quicker than, well, probably the average person on the street, I hope, by all means. But nevertheless, I have never heard that that's the agenda. So until I hear differently, and I'm sure that considering the, the source and the, and the relationship, that if that was true, I would have been notified about it. All right, my go comments. ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, my quick answer, I just want to quickly insert, when 
James asked the specific question of, you know, why aren't the police doing it? Again, we don't know that they aren't. We, and, and we do know that they're not going to do it on a mass national scale. We don't know that they're not doing it on small scales around the which is consistent with what Joe read, that they're, even the fact that he included that they indicated testing, right? They're doing their little tests, like, see how it goes. That's how they always start, a little, a little town, a little place somewhere that you'll never know about, I'll never know about, none of us will ever know about, but they'll do it, they'll see how it goes and see how they can expand it. Well, right now yeah, it's but... all opinion, isn't it? Well, it's opinion based on reality if that's how they work well you got an internet video and i got a direct source you take yeah, your and also i'm right, not here point to about, wrong if it was on youtube if it was on youtube right if it was on youtube I, it would give even your side a little more weight but the fact that it's on alternative platform bitshoot um bitshoot is absolutely um a, a platform that has information that if it's on if it's on bitshoot it's not on youtube Ninety-nine percent of the time. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll Let's see. see. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, well, if I it starts we, rolling we out and happening, right? But it shouldn't be about we'll see. It should be about prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I mean, if when this first of all, we know that they're pushing a pandemic vaccine virus based been, thing to begin with. So it's all consistent yeah. with that. We know that they're using the concepts of viruses and medical tyranny to manipulate and control. So it's not, I mean, that's, it's totally consistent with that reality, what they've been doing for two years, forcing people to wear face diapers and losing their jobs for not getting vaxxed. So, of course, they're going to do Mike, that. So, and if they're not, at least ever, people should be preparing for that. Mike, go ahead, go ahead, Jim, heard, go ahead, Jim. Have you ever heard me argue with the information you're sharing? It's all relevant, and it's all true. And, yes, you're right. Why do you keep arguing with me? I didn't know I was Why arguing you have to with prove you. I me thought wrong. I was asserting a point. Why do you have to prove me wrong? Everything you say, I agree with. But yet in our conversations, you always got to come back and prove that I'm wrong. And you've never well, known about me to be one that laid down or backed up. Well, if you're asserting it in such a way as to minimize it, I'm going to start asserting it in such a way as to make it, no, this is something we should take serious, and people need to be aware of it. That's all. Okay. All right. Those are uh, Point taken. Let's go on to a new conversation. Yep. Um, and as far as the conversation goes, as far as what you brought up also real quick, though, Jim, with Paul, uh, the general, general there, when he came on this platform, uh, if you remember, Jim, he came on the platform about, well, what was it, about 10 months ago, and the general valet did say, he said, I'm worried about what's going to be happening in the next seven to ten months. So we're about to that point, right, Jim, now pretty much? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're dead so, on. We've had it from the direct source, man. Yeah. We've been told. So, yeah, and this is, you know, a high-ranking general, So, which is, you know, he's real. He's not fake, folks. He's a real guy. <laughs> he's a real general. Um, so uh, he came on this platform and told us a lot of things that were going to happen. So, um, but... Uh, uh, I always said retired, retired general. Retired general. Yeah, retired general, yeah. Well, don't, do they ever really retire, you know? I don't think so. <laughs> well, I think there's no. When is our duty to protect our own freedoms based on the principles of Judeo-Christian teaching, which is God's law and nature's law, 
which our Constitution is founded under, when does that obligation for us to protect that end yeah. with our last breath, right? Yeah, that's true. It's everybody's uh, responsibility yeah. to own yeah. their future. That's true. I want to say hello to the uh, in the chat room there, American States, uh, and there. Uh, I don't know if she, uh, if she wants to chip in here tonight with her voice, but uh, well, I'm glad you're listening here or you're in the chat room listening. Uh, usually Sarge is in there. I don't know where he is. So I don't know if he wanted to comment on the Poland uh, thing that's going on missiles there. I know he's got a lot of contacts. But everyone there, press 1 when you call in, 657-383-0616. Press number one. And, of course, real quick, uh, 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 Jim also that was on the call, and Mike was too, uh, the last podcast we did was last week, and we interviewed the Michigan sheriff there. Uh, we got a lot of reviews on that, a lot of views and a lot of listens. So uh, it's good to know that there's sheriffs out there that are willing to stand up for what is right and the Constitution, and they are our line of defense. Uh, if, if things do break down out there, we're going to need our sheriffs to keep peace and do their job at what they're elected to do, and that is peace, keep the peace amongst the people, not issue citations and tickets. So uh, it's good to know those sheriffs are out there still uh, amongst us, and uh, he did prove that point. He was a very good interview, uh, and a lot of calls, and a lot of the callers, hats off to the callers that night. Everyone had a very interesting uh, question or comment when they called in and they kept their time relevant and didn't put on a sideshow or whatnot. Though. So it was very professionally done and I didn't have to edit anything or do anything. It was all unscreened, uncensored. So it was great. Live, live, man. Live radio. It was, it was really great. The Patriots that night showed their intelligence, their love for the country, and their professionalism on alternative media. And you know, in alternative media, sometimes it goes wild and it goes array, and you get always get those idiots that leak in. But that night, it didn't happen. So God was uh, definitely with us that night. I must say. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, I, we're going to uh, we're actually may, may wrap it up. I don't know if Mr. Kelby Smith is out there. I don't know if he's coming or not, Jim. Uh, if he's out there, he can press one. Um, I, I'm sure would like to hear him on this podcast, and he has a lot of knowledge, and he's probably the smartest guy I know when it comes to that state state uh, citizenship rights stuff. Um, very knowledgeable, uh, and I would like to see him promote his web, uh, website and promote his work uh, on this podcast, but he's not here. I don't think he's here. Um, uh, um, we got Roger. Uh, you were communicating with Kelby. Have you had any further communications? No, I didn't I talk directly to Kelby. I talked to the president. Uh, he was okay. talking to Kelby. So, no, I okay. didn't. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's open it up for the panel here. Do they have any closing comments? Yeah, yeah, the panel, uh, and then we'll open and let callers get their closing comments. Yeah, good idea. Uh, the panel here, anybody got any? some closing thoughts? Can I interject? Just, oh, I'm sorry, with the panel. Go ahead. Governor uh, Henning? This is Dean. Yeah, this is Dean. Oh, Dean. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate the, the insight that Mike was sharing with us, but, you know, it's you really got to take a look at it and uh, sort out the fear. It sounds like it's a lot of fear mongering, but you know those things can happen. And I, the the cabal, whatever you want to call them, the corporation, they'll do anything to keep us in fear. So let's uh, stand together. I'm, 
over the last uh, 12 years I've been in volunteering my time here for the American Republic is I've had many meetings over the years uh, and there's usually some military folks in the in the room and many of them had stood up and told me that they'll never put on a blue helmet so I know there's great Americans on on the reserves and in the US military so they're not going to go along with a lot of that because they swear an oath you know to to our protect the people but uh, you know I'm going to read a something that uh, Trump was talking to uh, the UN and it's a quote from President Trump while he was in office in quote in America the people govern and the people rule and the people are sovereign I was elected not to take power but to give power to the American people where it belongs end quote and I thought that was a a good quote and I'm very encouraged so I'm going to yield. Go ahead. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Governor uh, Roger. Uh, we, or, have, sorry, uh, go ahead. we have we uh, have uh, Dean Henning. You're on with us. To, or, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, excuse David me. Herber. Moment of uh, yeah, David Herter. I got <laughs> a little distracted there, David. Welcome. It's been a while since we've heard your voice. What do you have to contribute tonight? <laughs> well, I I have a lot of radical things to say, and it's not pertinent to what you fellows are talking about, but I would like to bring this up to you guys. I've repeated myself over and over. When the pilgrims came over and then the monument above Plymouth Rock, when the sun comes up and there's no clouds, it hits what they said, what what their agenda was when they came over to this continent in 1860, or I shouldn't say 1860, uh, 1620, I should say, what they brought over civil and religious liberty. Now, where does liberty come from? The Lord is that spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, Secretary 17. So our focus should be, why are we so in tune with the republic why do we want to stand up the republic we want liberty because we're all we've all been made slaves and i won't go into that tonight on how we were made slaves but we want to be set free we want to have liberty liberty is is a, a very a lot of people in america think they're free a lot of people in america think they have liberty well that's that's not true and another thing in the bible is Wisdom is the principal thing, and with wisdom is spiritual understanding. Well, who has wisdom and who has spiritual understanding? It's the believers, the true the believers in this country, the true clergy in this country have spiritual understanding, and have if they pray, they have wisdom. And liberty is what we're after. We're really after liberty, civil and religious liberty. If I asked the clergy, if I asked the clergy, if I had 5,000 in front of me, and I asked them in their worship center if they had religious liberty, how many people in, in that group would raise their hand? And I would tell them, no, you don't have religious liberty, because civil, civil, civil liberty and religious liberty are inseparable. So if you go into their community, you don't have people talking about prayer. You don't have people talking about the Word of God or about Jesus, what Jesus did last week and so forth. That's civil liberty. It's inseparable. So you don't have religious liberty. 
There's things missing from the pulpit that I won't go into talk about. But we have to have a foundation. We have to have a foundation to build on. And that foundation, we, how many of us call want liberty? How many of us call know that we are slaves? We've been made slaves. And so I could go on and on tonight, but you guys have, you guys got a great discussion going. I'm going to yield the floor back to you, Governor. Thank you for letting me talk. I appreciate it. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, David. And uh, we send your greetings to your lovely wife, uh, Jean. Um, I will. Thank you, sir. Um, Representative Binder, welcome tonight. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Hearing a lot of good opinions, a lot of information here. Um, I kind of tend to look towards the prophets, what the prophets, the modern-day prophets are saying, what the Bible is telling us. And, you know, when you start becoming fearful, the best thing to do is realize God's above all this. He could step in at any time. And he's going to, but he's going to do it in a manner that people cannot take credit for. It's going to be all his glory. And uh, I'm, I'm just saying if you're, uh, if you're worrying about the situation we're in right now, the best thing you can do is pray. And if you pray once a day, maybe you should start praying three times a day. Uh, if you're not praying, maybe you should give it a try. Uh, it's a great thing to do. And uh, I'm thinking that uh, maybe President Trump's going to have a lot of things to say, and there's going to maybe be a lot of things that he's not going to directly come out and say, but it's going to be an optical situation where he's going to he's going to talk about something that doesn't seem to be very related to to our situation or what he talked about before, but it's going to relate to something he's trying to tell you that he can't just come out and say. So be on the watch uh, for that. And uh, I guess uh, with that, I yield. Thank you. Hey, uh, just speaking you, of prayers. We do need prayer, obviously, but this this World War Three three thing scenario, you know, we talk about God and whatnot, and we talk about the New World Order. But if they're to launch World War Three, I know I've asked this plenty of times to my pastor friends or whatnot, or amongst people, if they do have a nuclear war, if that was to happen, what's the Bible? How does the Bible play into that? Then what happens to God's word? It was all nothing then. It was all. It couldn't be, right? Because God would destroy the planet. I mean, man would destroy the planet. And what would happen to God's word? What happened to the King James Bible? Where's 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 the Pope at? Everything's gone. I mean, so basically, we were you. a bunch of dumbasses then, right? <laughs> let me, I mean, let I don't know. Well, creator God. Let me introduce you to Roger God's Waters. Creator God's not going to allow that to happen. <laughs> yeah, let me introduce let me introduce you to Roger Waters. Justice Waters, comment um, on that question, yeah. please. You know, in the book of Joel, chapter 2, it gives a scenario of pillars of fire. There's only two things on planet Earth that create a pillar of fire. One is a volcano. The other one is a nuclear explosion. So either Joel is talking about the northern army coming down and being resisted with pillars of fire. The last time I looked, there are no volcanoes in Israel or the mountains of Israel. That leaves one choice. The book of Revelation, the fourth seal, 
tells us that after a war and starvation and disease, which is the black horse, the pale horse rides, where one quarter of the world's population will die. They will die because of the vaccine. They will die because of starvation and disease. And they will die because of war. That will continue through the next three and a half years. That is called the Great Tribulation. We're not out of the seals yet. We have yet to get into the trumpets and then the vials or the bowls. So what we are experiencing right now, we're in the black horse. Now, believe it or not, the red horse has already ridden war. It started with Wuhan. It started with a vaccine that went worldwide and a, a disease that went worldwide, and now there are people just dropping dead everywhere. You can account for it. There are websites you can get on that shows you video if they got them. There are newscasters in Brazil just two days ago covering their elections down there where they just dropped dead on air. They all had the vaccine. I've got a brother-in-law who's a mortuarian. He, he embalmed. I asked him, what have you seen in the blood? He's real, really quiet. This thing is real. It's happening. People are dying, and they shouldn't be. We are in that phase of the Bible. So the Bible is not just going to happen. It's going to fulfill itself because Gog and Magog, which is Meshach and Tubal, Moscow and Tobolsk, which is the capitals of East and West Russia, Moscow uh, being the leader of Gog, which is the height of the Caucasus Mountains, the most southern part boundary of Russia, just 400 miles from Israel. This is describing Russia attacking little Israel with the whole world against Israel, and yet Israel wins. And according to Ezekiel 39, it takes Israel seven years to burn the war weapons and seven months to bury the dead. This is not the Battle of Armageddon. we still got three and a half years at least to go. So what you are seeing play out before your very eyes right now are the prophetic Utterances of the prophets of the old, old time, coming true. It's happening right before you. And if you want to know what's coming next, read Revelation, read Ezekiel, read Daniel. It'll tell you. You just have to understand the language of the Bible. Personally okay, speaking, so. I'm not saying you have to do this. Personally speaking, I used to be a King James-only guy, but now I'm a Hebrew-only guy. I use the King James only in reference to see what it says compared to what the ancient language of Hebrew says. So that's where I do my study. That's how I gain my information. Okay. You don't have to do that, but that's what I do. So I understand. I mean, I've taught this for years. But, man, I thought I had it down until about four years ago, and I realized I didn't know anything. I had to start all over again. 
So okay, anyway, I, I just worry about that. You know, out, so be ready. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You answered my question. You answered my question on that, but I just want. But I don't want to get lost. Though is, how do I the Hebrew? So you're telling me that the Hebrew? Uh, you said I don't have to do it. Of course, yeah. Nobody has to do anything. Of course, but we have to do what's right. Though there's only one. There's only one right way. There's only one God, and there's only one. You know, there's only one word. There's not many different words. God promised to preserve His word. Um, so there's only one right way to believe, you know, is that, you know, everyone doesn't have the truth. There's only one truth. So you're saying through your studies that this is the, what you find is to be the truth to you, correct? Yes, the Hebrew, yeah, uh, because it's the original language. is written in that. Jesus spoke Hebrew. Uh, Jesus okay. wasn't white. He was olive color. Uh, I mean, just go to Israel and look at, a, at an Israeli. Somebody that lives in that region of the world. They're not white. Egyptians, yeah. they're black. I mean, this is because of where they live. That's where Noah's from. I mean, you know, this. these are the things I had to learn when I was in the Navy going all over the world. And uh, right. so when I learned about the Hebrew calendar, that's what got me started. And that kicked off all this thing that has happened since about learning about the Hebrew. So, you know, the Hebrew language, the Hebrew words, words have numerical value. Uh, it's really interesting when you start getting into it. And, man, did, did the Spirit of God open up my eyes to a lot of things I thought I knew and come to find out I didn't know at all. So, oh, know, that's in interesting. that sense, I feel blessed. And if you were to do that even just a little bit, I think you'd find that you'd be getting blessed as well. So I yield. All right. So uh, okay. All right. That's interesting. Uh, I, I wish I I've just heard different perspectives on that. You know, I've have people that have told me differently that the King James is the you know the seventh word of God, the seventh translation, and they back it up with biblical verses. And and so you're saying right now that we're, we're going through the Book of Revelation right now. We're in Revelation now, and and we're we're in the tribulation now, or the tribulation is about ready to begin. The Great Tribulation uh, uh, has yet to start. It starts okay. with the announcement of the false prophet and the system of the Antichrist along with the mark of the beast. All the preparation okay. is there. We are actually using the system of the beast. We're just not in the mark of the beast yet. But, yes, okay. we are in the book of Revelation. We're somewhere between the black horse and the third seal and the pale horse, which is the fourth seal. That's where we're at right now. Interesting. Is there any theology experts out there or anybody that's biblically or pastors out there that uh, maybe can uh, expound upon this or maybe uh, – because I've heard, you know, different different types of uh, – you know, we're through study. You know, study, you have to rightly divide the word and 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 you know, study the shoe thyself, like the the book says. And and it, obviously, that's what you're saying. You've done. You've rightly divided the word. You've studied and you've been enlightened to this. And 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 you're saying this is the you know, studying the Hebrew is is the is the right way to go. I mean, that's the uh, the Hebrew Hebrew Bible, I guess, right? Uh, because it's not the King. You use the King James as a reference. You said. So that's what you said. So yeah, that's I interesting. That reference. Huh. Well, can, can, uh, can I? Yeah. Well, yeah, I somebody wants to jump in there, Joe. Yeah, I'm yeah. an analyst, Joe. And, and I was raised in a Christian home. 
by a father that had degrees in theology out of Moody and uh, sociology and, and history. Uh, so I had a good background for this conversation, and uh, uh, I go back to what uh, Apostle Paul said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And another time he said, uh, in the word, uh, when you see these things happen, and look up, for your redemption's nigh. Uh, so there's a couple of adages that uh, wise people go through in life, they apply, and that's don't hear, listen to what they say, but watch what they do. And follow the money. And so applying that perspective uh, to the word and to what's going on in our world around us, I have to say that um, I'm in total agreement with what Justice Waters brings. Um, We are so close to seeing um, kingdom uh, covenant type stuff played out, like Jubilee and Forgiveness of Dead and uh, him esta- uh, Lord establishing his kingdom here in a kingdom uh, the kingdom needs a government uh, a government run by the people and that's who we are uh, and I can see I can see the Lord's hand in every day of my life for the last 12 years Joe and uh, I know you've got a lot of things in that regard and all of us do that are here because you can't deny the facts and it's been like a little trail through the woods following the, the caramel corn, you know. And uh, wow, it's been quite a ride. And we're privileged to be able to share some of our experiences and knowledge with the people and uh, give them insight. And hopefully, you know, my Lord is a God of covenant and he's a God of hope. And Satan is hopelessness and accusations and... Uh, you know, I'm going okay. to take okay. uh, I'm going to take the high road, and so. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, I think Mike uh, wanted to make a comment on that too, Governor. What, what he had to say. So let's. Uh, uh, and welcome, give, Mike. I think a couple I other people that want to jump in. I want to say, so, Mike, uh, I appreciate yeah. you coming on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I enjoy our conversations. Um, I just don't do well with negativity and accusations, and <laughs> that's my that's my spirit man coming out, and so. Um, you know, it is what it is, and, and I appreciate you, brother. And I know that we've got a, a lot in common, more than we have in differences. And steel sharpens steel, and, and welcome to the fight. Yep. I'll yield to you, Mike. Yep. And my, before yep. Mike begins, hang on. Someone in the chat room there wanted to say, listen to American Statesman from Monday, uh, Monday, November 7th. Say a prayer for America, Dr. Tolbert. Tolbert. So it's just American State, November 7th. So, uh, and say a time, but November seventh. But okay, go ahead, Mike. Floor is yours. Anybody else? Press one. Want to get in here before we wrap it up here? Because uh, there's a lot of things that have been said here, and we talked about World War Three, a lot of powerful things. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, uh, James, and I love you too, and I agree with you. Obviously, on most things, um, um, you know, the old saying that we're not pretty much all going to agree on everything, so to speak. Um, there's just a lot I can say on all, everything you guys were saying. You know, I'm speaking for myself. I know I'm speaking for everybody when I say that our Heavenly Father is my commander, my lead, my lead authority, uh, Yeshua, my Savior. That's my number one. But to the extent that we are humans and we have friends and acquaintances and people we study with, you know, it, it, it is interesting, you know, when Judge Waters expressed his views, I'm agreeing with him, you know, um, completely, uh, particularly with regards to, you know, studying Hebrew over King James Version, which is so lauded by the Christian community, yet 
Judge Waters will say some other things that I, that I don't agree with, you know. And, and I would say my, my right-hand kind of wingman, as you know, is Daniel Johns, who has been studying Hebrew for 40 years, taking the Hebrew approach, approach to understanding the scriptures. And not only has he read, you know, literally, uh, you know, he said he has 3,000 books in his library that he's studied over the years. But, you know, there's four, four official Roman government um, documents that exist in archives um, that reference Yeshua as being a golden, golden hair and blue eyes, you know, and and certainly jo- uh, Daniel Johns, who studied it for 40 years, um, understands Adam and Eve as not being the parents of the entire all all races of people, but the 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 you know the the parents of the Adamites, which are the Aryan, Caucasian, you know, white, whatever label you want to put on it, you know, groups of people through which came. Um, you know, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel. And, you know, we have black people out there claiming that the blacks are Israel, right? And whites claiming that they're, you know, the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, You know, I was looking at an interesting Bible study today where a black preacher was making great points that that there's a multitude of people from all different tongues and nations that are all God's people, (laughs) you know? So the fact that they're, they're, was a specific group of people that came into this world for a specific mission um, to manage until the garden, i.e., this earth, um, which had many different created. Um, but Mike, Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. There's no doubt about it. No, he had he, to be a Jew. No, no, Jesus was a Hebrew. Jesus came from the from the twelve tribes of Israel as an Adamite, directly from from Adam and Eve, from Noah, from from Jacob. Um, from Abraham through Jacob all the way down to the tribe of Judah from which he came. And we know the biblical account of the history of, of the people that he came from. But the, the whole, you know, we've addressed this before, the whole Jew concept. There is a, a, obviously there's different interpretations and opinions that people have on different things. So it's almost pointless to go to even discuss it because different people, you know, always express their belief as an authority even when they are wrong. You know, no matter who. So that what, what, be, what's Deuteronomy eighteen eighteen when he says, "I will raise him up a prophet amongst his brethren." I will raise. What, who is he taught? Talk, what's Deuteronomy eighteen eighteen just saying then? I will raise him well, up a prophet amongst his brethren. Well, there's, there was sure were lots of prophets in the Old Testament. So, I mean, I'd have to go back and read it in context. I don't know. Well, he's that talking. Well, okay. Was it was it one of the prophecies referencing? Uh, Yeshua himself, or was it one of the prophecies referencing Isaiah? I don't know. Or I'll have to go back and I'll look at it and try to come up with an answer if you want me to on what I think that specific. Yeah, well, yeah, I've asked you that question before. I never got an answer on you, but that's fine. Yeah, okay. If you don't, I'm not sure to put you on the spot, but go ahead. But let me write it down. You said Deuteronomy what? 1818. 1818. All right. Um, I'll give you a specific answer. But I did want to just clarify, too. Uh, you know, I, I just found it a little difficult, you know, um, to hear, you know, quite a few, um, you know, of the commentators after I was speaking earlier, you know, w- when I had asserted simply that I saw a video of an Army officer with inside intel saying something that you yourself pulled up um, from the leading medical journal, The Lancet, indicating that they are, you know, considering roadblocks and testing sites 
um, for vaccine and camps to call that fear-mongering or to say, I mean, that's the, the last thing I am as a fear-monger. I'm always calling out fear-mongering. So I was kind of surprised okay. to hear that reaction or, or to know that anybody got that impression from it. I just think it's, it's wise for people to be aware of go, what's going on. At the same time, I can say, what's the point? As you know, Joseph, the only, I'm just simply going through life with this notion that evil will prevail when good men and women do nothing. And I mean, I could take the approach that, oh, it's written and this world's corrupt and Jesus is coming back. I'll just go listen to my preacher and wait for the Lord to return. I just happen to take an approach of, hey, let's organize like-minded men and women on key issues that we can all agree upon so that we have a force to be reckoned with amongst ourselves. Now, I could say I don't need to do that. I trust in my Heavenly Father, the Creator, Lord God Almighty. I have zero fear. I have no fear of anything. That's a fact. I reject fear, and I despise fear. I trust in my Heavenly Father. I've got nothing to worry about, so why should I do anything, right? Well, I forward with an attitude of let me organize um, those of us who are of like mind on key issues, which even at that, uh, you know, Governor James and I agree on a great many things. Most of the republic and the gentleman that spoke are most likely, to my understanding, of the position that the whole Q thing in White Hats is all legit, where I believe it's a deep state. You know, and I have, I have re- good, good reasons for believing that. Yeah, watch your background under- noise there, Mike. Watch your background noise where I'm losing you. Go ahead. That's not my background noise. No, whoever it is, somebody's got some background. Somebody's doing something. So go ahead, Mike. They can just mute their phone. It won't come in like that. So, so yeah, it's just a matter of, um, again, you know, different people have different ideas for different reasons. You know, I have voiced my opinion as I have, as you've heard me say many times, I was Trump's greatest supporter all the way through until he started yep, promoting yep, the vaccine. We know about the Trump. We know about Trump. Yep, you think he was a psyop or yeah, he was to get the, you know, pull out the people and expose them, yeah. Right, but I'm trying to make the point that the, to the extent that the Q movement was associated with it, I'm just as versed on that as anybody else, and I know what, what that's all about. So to me, yes, it's very easy for me, understanding that there's a new world order, one world government agenda afoot, it's very easy for me to put two and two together and see that a lot of people could absolutely be being hoodwinked by some things based on wishful thinking and hopefulness where they're just kicking their can down the road to lead people along. So I just say, on the one hand, I don't have to worry about it. I'll just trust my Heavenly Father. Forget everything I'm doing. Don't put forth. But at the same time, where do you draw the line between that? And again, evil will prevail when good men and women do nothing. So let me endeavor to, you know, put those of us who are of like mind on key issues together. So that's all I've done. You know, we, we could get into, you know, I could bring Daniel. Well, well, well Mike, was, hang on, Mike. The, the, the job here minute. is we live in an information wait war. Hang on. We live in, hang on, guys, guys, hang on one second. We live in an information war. All this that I've made my point, and now I'm going to go run away because I can't convince anybody. That's not true. We're going to keep fighting to make our point and, and teach the truth. And the truth is, right. and that's what we do here with the Republic. The Republic, now, what, what, now Jim has been uh, 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 in the Patriot movement far longer than, than uh, you have, Mike, no insult to you, but I'm just saying. But and what all we're saying is about Trump is you're saying this opinion about Trump. You have to understand Trump. Even if, put yourself in his shoes if you were that, but trying to do good. Listen, if you were in his position, trust me, you wouldn't even stand a chance. They, they would tack the interior apart. You know, so you have to remember Trump. You know, he's not this. You know, you have to understand what he was appointed to be president long before people know. You know, we there's many people that knew he was going to be president before he was even 
ran for president. There are things that go on behind the scenes in the patient community that are beyond my comprehension. And I've been doing this since 1991. And I've spoken to the top, top, top dogs of everything. Bad, good, whatever. So, and I'm just a tiny little peon in this. So, you know, so really, I always like to keep an open mind to all areas of everything to, and then listen to everybody. And that's what my show is about. I listen to all different types of voices. I've taken a lot of flack of that for that too over the years. But go ahead. Go ahead real quick because I know I think Jim wants thank, to say something. Thank now. Go you. ahead. Thank you for that lead in, Joe, because that's exactly where I wanted to go. Yeah. You know, we hear on social media from various sources about these issues and no offense, Mike, but in regards to conversation, you know, things that you bring to the table. Um, and I'm not saying that they're not correct. But over the years, and Joel vouched for me that I bring a different message. Uh, and everything I bring is rarely opinionated. It's, it's usually almost 99% fact-based. Uh, and I look at the facts, and I look at the social media so that I see both sides of the coin. That's all I'm trying to encourage you to do, my friend. Uh, I do that. I, I appreciate I you exactly being a willing vessel. And... Uh, so, you know, we have the same target, and that is to find the truth. Um, right. And so not to say that uh, social media and what you espouse is wrong, because I don't believe that at all. I believe you're bringing truth. But it's my responsibility to share the truth. That's my oath. That's my – who all have to stand before at the end of the day and take a, a testimony as to my actions before the great throne judgment. And that's my ultimate judge. And I'm not vacating that seat. So I'm going to tell it like I'm supposed to. You know, whether people like to hear what I got to say or not, that's between them and the spirit. I did my job. Uh, and that's the kind of heart I come with. And yeah, so I know. Anyone else in the panel want to close this out? Any, yeah, real quick. Any anybody else want to Mike for Mike before I let you close out? Yeah, anybody else? Press one if you want to jump in here. Press one if you want to make a comment on this all very important panel here and people that we've have on this platform here tonight because we're going to be getting ready to wrap it up. So press one now. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press one. If not, we'll do the closing thoughts to the people that are have already been on here. And there's been a lot of uh, opinions or a lot of facts or what have you been uh, discussed here tonight, and that's what this show is all about. And they let the people decide for themselves, and we all, remember, have the same target in mind, and that's to stand up against evil and to also, of course, resist the new world order, which ultimately will come. It will come. It's prophesized. We're not going to stop it, but we can try to resist it and do the best we can to stand up for what's right. And God will hopefully uh, give us a reprieve and allow us to live our lives here on Earth, this wonderful planet, in peace a little bit longer. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, okay, closing thoughts here. Closing thoughts. I'll start with you first, Mike. Go ahead. No, just your words right there were good enough for me, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, uh, uh, anybody else here? Mr. Binder, I would say uh, Mr. Henning, real quick. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Um, I'm gonna, I'd like to read uh, uh, Deuteronomy 18.18, if I can. It, it's actually from the Hebrew yeah, Roots sure. Bible. It's a literal translation. Sure. Uh Chapter 1818, I rise up a prophet to them from among their brothers, one like you, 
and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I shall command him. That's in the reading. He must be talking about Jesus, right? He's talking to Moses there, right? Yeah, he's talking to Moses. So uh, obviously, I would say that would be Jesus he's talking to about. And uh, and I guess Moses was a Jew, so I guess Jesus would be a Jew then, according to that verse. Moses was a Hebrew, not a Jew. Well, I, 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 anybody want to converse on what was Moses a Jew or Hebrew? I mean, yeah, I guess I don't. Know. The, tribe, the tribe of Judah, the tribe of yeah. Judah. You know, so uh, that's one of the. Moses was before the twelve tribes. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had some theology people on here who could no, also no, contribute. No, Usually they're on here, but... He led the Hebrews out of Egypt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 400 years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, so, my, 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 yeah, my mis- misstatement there. Yes. All righty. Um, well, that was interesting. Thanks for that read, though. But, I mean, that pretty much, sums, that pretty much says he's talking about Jesus. I mean, obviously, Deuteronomy 18.18, 18, that's why I brought it up. He's talking about Jesus, obviously. I mean, if you read the verse, I mean, who else could he be talking about? He's not talking about Isaiah. He's not talking about Ezekiel. He's not talking about Paul, right? Well, Elijah, Elijah was to prepare the way. Uh, John the Baptist was to prepare the way. There were many other prophets. But he wasn't just preparing I'm, the I'm way. Gonna, I'm going to look into it. It may well have been <laughs> referencing Yeshua, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to look into it just to see. I'll just, All right. I know that different, different theologians and preachers and ministers from different churches may, will certainly have different opinions and views on it, but I'll go to the best sources I have and see what I can come up on it. Okay. All right. Awesome. Joe? I mean, yes. My closing comment. Okay. Yes, sir, Mr. Walsh. Yes, good, sir. Go when you first read the word prophet, it's single, not plural. It's single. So yep. he's referring to one individual. That yep. can only be one that he puts the words into his mouth. And Christ, Yeshua, in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Yeshua is the word that came out of the Creator's mouth, that then became flesh, and and lived here on planet Earth for thirty some years. Okay, so it's always pointing to the cross in the Old Testament, and it's always pointing back from the cross in the New Testament. So we have to be dealing with the Messiah. Yeshua. Okay, that's what that's what I thought. Jesus. That's what I thought anyway. But Mike said he'll look into it, and uh, hopefully he'll come to the same conclusion. I mean, it's common sense. You know what I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we don't have to study years and years of this stuff. But um, okay, I guess that's about it. Anybody else, uh, Governor? Real quick, anything else you want to add? And then we'll pray, uh, Mr. Binder can pray us out. I was hoping Mr. You Peter Ventura would call you in tonight it. and pray us out, but uh, go ahead. I'm good. Okay. I'm sorry, ahead, Governor. I do see uh, Mr. Venture on the line. If he wants to, come. oh, is he good? Does he want to pray? Does he want to give us a prayer tonight? I don't know. Did he press one? I mean, I uh, I don't know if he pressed one or not. So uh, no, I don't he, think he did. He so, uh, if he didn't press one, then he doesn't want to come on. I would imagine. So I usually don't connect anybody unless they press one. You know, because you know, they could be just listening. So. 
because that'll scare them away. Some people just like to call in and listen, which that's their prerogative. I don't. It's uncensored, unscreened radio. Pressing one means they want to talk. So, um, uh, Mr. Binders left. You said. Yes, sir. I'm here. I'd like to pray us out if I could. Okay. All right, pray us out. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, they are heavenly creator. We give you honor and praise for the supernatural works that are about to unfold right before our very eyes. You have called us here at this time in history to be a part of your plan of salvation to save mankind and and America and mankind from the Babylonian system. A system that was first started by Nimrod, the son of Ham, which was one of Noah's sons, so long ago. While they believed in the traditions of man and idolistic society as their savior, Noah and the children of God have a firm reliance on divine providence with the creator of the universe, Elohim, Yeshua, and Holy Spirit. Three in one. Whose wisdom passes all understanding. Thank you, Father, for revealing the truth that sets us free from bondage of all captors, past, present, and future. And for the sacrifice Jesus made to redeem our souls from hell and death by his blood. We are washed, covered, and saved, healed by his blood, and no devil can defeat the blood. So, Father, we ask your holy angels to reveal even more truth and open the eyes and ears of your beloved children to your republic. Um, you and the founding fathers gave us to present us, prevent us from becoming slaves to the Babylonian system of government, finance, education, and religion. Save us from falling prey to the wicked tyrants that think they can control the world with paper money, deception, and lies. Father, we give you all the recognition, praise, and glory for winning this spiritual conflict for truth that was already paid for by the sacrificial lamb of God, Yeshua, once and for all, closing this moment in time with your prophecies fulfilled completely. So, Father, we pray for a dome of protection on us, our family, our friends, around our nation, around our military, around President Trump and President Turner, and around President Gagger, Heavenly Father. We pray that you send your angels round about us to protect us uh, from spiritual warfare. And we pray in the mighty name of Yeshua, uh, we we be able to return next week. Well, God save the Republic. God save James Timothy Turner. Um, so thank you, Father, and amen. Okay, Jim, you want to say something here real quick uh, before we... Uh... Thank you. Thank you, everybody, yourself, Joe included, for coming together and having a meaningful conversation. And uh, I'll pray for... Um, I like what our prayer call was about, is I am. And so as we part tonight, let's each of us think about who we are. I am victorious through him who strengthens me. I am an overcomer through him who strengthens me. I am... You get the picture. Who are you? Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, and I, and all thank right, you, Well, Joe. thanks. I appreciate I appreciate that. I guess I'll say this as far as prayer. You know, uh, we need to pray, uh, you know, a prayer of surrender, a prayer of strength, faith and love, a prayer for enlightenment, a prayer for understanding and favor. Um, we We live in such times right now that uh we're 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 all grasping for greatness and and to heal and to ask for uh guidance and to and for strength and everything where the world is crying out to those of us that are that understand what's happening today so um you know i just i just want to say that you know prayer was that was very important that what somebody said 
you know, um, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, asking that according to, <clears throat> excuse me, the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your, in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpass knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. God bless everybody. God bless the Republic. And uh, see you next Tuesday. Hallelujah.